Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Pop Culture University, where we talk about what is going on in pop culture and see what we can learn from it. I am your host, Patty Eminger. You may know me as Patty Pop Culture from Instagram, TikTok, or YouTube. If it is your first time here, thank you so much for coming. Take a seat wherever you would like in the classroom. You're always welcome. If it's not your first time here, thank you so much for coming back. I stand you. I'm in your fandom. Unfortunately, guys, it is Monday again. We kind of just live for the weekends, but now we have to go back to being barcodes and products for the government. I had honestly a really good weekend. I went to an event called Taylor Swift Night at like a theater where they just played Taylor Swift and played Taylor Swift music videos. And we went to like gay bars and I went to a celebration of life as opposed to a funeral for someone, but it was like the most poppin' funeral I've ever seen. This guy was like the most loved man in the world. He really won the funeral game. Like he looked real good from beyond the grave. They were handing out chocolate milkshakes because apparently like right before he died, he asked for a chocolate milkshake that was like his favorite food. But anyway, RIP to him. Um, I really had a lot of fun this weekend, though. Like, I got a lot of work done. I was very productive, but had, like, the best time. And I laughed so much with my group of friends I was with. So I really, like, managed my time better than Kris Jenner manages the Kardashians. And that just made me feel, like, really fulfilled this weekend. Because sometimes I feel guilty if I have fun and I don't work. So I feel like I did an amazing job of doing both this weekend. And I hope you guys had a really amazing weekend, too, and are recharged for this week. Lizzo had a great weekend because she killed SNL. Oh, my God. She did so amazing. And she debuted a new song that literally healed my soul it filled any void i was left with in childhood with trauma and that's just what lizzo does so shout out to lizzo i'm gonna play the live version because she hasn't released it yet she's being stingy with us for that album that's coming out july 24th but anyway let's get into the topics of the day so we're going to talk about some coachella drama and artists feeling like they should have been paid more and causing a whole brouhaha about it and then we're going to talk about how kim was exposed for face tuning a photo of her boyfriend pete davidson and how that left people with a bad taste in her mouth about miss kim k and then lastly, we're going to do a crazy update on the whole ASAP Rocky cheating on Rihanna situation and all the statements that have been released by everyone since that whole mess and just bring it to a close. So let's get into it. If you have not done so yet, please rate this podcast five star on Spotify, rate it five star on Apple Podcasts, leave a cute little review, post a screenshot of you listening to it on your Instagram story and tag me at Petty Pop Culture and I will respond and we'll get into it in the DMs. But for now, welcome to Pop Culture University. Take your seats, classes in session. I've been used to people judging me That's why I move the way I move And why I'm so in love with me I'm used to feeling So I don't know if you guys knew from all the social media posts, but last weekend was weekend one of Coachella, and now all the white girls' daddies are broke after they spent all their money on their tickets. But they're not the only people complaining about money. There's a few artists who feel like they shouldn't, or they should have been paid way more than they were. So let's start with the fact that Big Sean has a bone to pick with Harry Styles about Coachella. So on Friday night... 
Harry Styles and Big Sean were, you know, two of the big names set to take on the Coachella stage with Harry being the big headliner of the night. You know, having his name in bold at the top of the list. He'd be the IGGY with his name in bold. And Big Sean had his name um, placed at a stingy fifth on the list. I always love to look where artists' names are placed on the festival lineups. Like, who who got the bigger font? Who's little at the bottom? I always like to see that. I think it's so T. So he was placed fifth. But according to Big Sean and some news outlets, they actually had two of the biggest performances of the day. And they were actually the last two performances of the night with Big Sean's ending as Harry Styles was about to start. So there's a little bit of an overlap between the end of Sean's and the start of Harry's. Therefore, fans kind of had to choose. And honestly, I do hate that situation of being at a festival and having to choose between two potentially of your favorite artists to see. It's like choosing between two of your favorite kids. You know, at the end of the day, you do have a favorite, but you don't want to be exposed like that. Um, So people had to choose. And according to a lot of people at the festival and Big Sean, he actually had the bigger crowd. And this kind of gave him a big head where he was thinking maybe he should have been the big headliner of the night and not Harry, which is T. And Big Sean was openly mad about that because TMZ posted an article talking about how Sean had just as big of a crowd and that rose the question, should he have been the true headliner? And in a quoted tweet from Sean, he said, basically he said they both had the same crowd, but except Harry got paid way, 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 way more than me. He put way many many times just to really emphasize how much more harry was cashed out for this and that is major t and i can't believe he was so transparent about that i don't we don't know how much it got paid we know how much kanye was paid but i'm gonna guess harry got like five million at least based on past coachella headliners maybe more like that's like a small guess the bigger end of the ballpark i'd say like eight million just based on like last years and other years like ariana grande got eight million beyonce got eight million gaga got four million and kanye this year got eight million so definitely in that range and i'm gonna guess big sean being the fifth on the list probably got like two million or one million which isn't bad of course but nowhere near what harry got so sean is mad and it looks like in photos of the two's sets, they really did have like an equal sized crowd and they played for a very similar amount of time. Harry played for a little bit more, but I think it's unfortunate. Like, I don't think Coachella really anticipated Big Sean's crowd being that big. But afterwards, like, you know, seeing in retrospect how many people came up for Big Sean, I think he should have been paid a little bit more and they downplayed him like that. I think it's kind of fucked up. But if you really think about what could have been going on Friday night, like people could have just been simply waiting for harry styles set in big sean's crowd like they could have been just enjoying him because they knew harry was about to perform like his set could have just been like a waiting room potentially for people who were going to cross you know the little open field to get to harry's stage so i don't well i don't think harry should have been paid like way 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 more like big sean said maybe take away like three of those ways and just like way way more i think harry definitely deserved like you know the check he got but they should have upped big sean's as well but harry should have been paid more and having that bold name on the top definitely does a lot for you but honestly i love when artists speak up for themselves so good for you big sean you go big sean you took this l but i'm sure you'll bounce back i heard he looks a lot older in person which to me would make him hotter so i would go to his set just to examine his face um but anyway let's move on to the weekend who though the the weekend without a third e we're talking about the artist the weekend not coachella weekend the weekend was also upset about how much he was paid for his weekend set 
And he is not one to not speak out and not advocate for himself. He has a louder mouth than Mr. Jojo Siwa on him. So as we know, him and Swedish House Mafia picked up the slack for Mr. Kanye West um, after his genius mind told him he can't do Coachella anymore two weeks before his set because for some reason he thinks that will make him get Kim back. God bless his soul. But he fumbled his $8 million bag that he was going to get for Coachella. So we're told that The weekend also wanted that $8 million bag and he threatened to pull out if he was not paid the exact same amount as Kanye West, who was set to rake in um, $8 million, but also a 500000 production fee because Kanye was already preparing and putting on all this time of rehearsing with these big props and everything. So The weekend wanted eight point five, and he wanted his set to be big and bold and wasn't going to settle for anything less. Meanwhile, Swedish House Mafia is just happy to be a part. <laughs> they said, don't you worry, child. We're still making millions not complaining or anything. A quote from TMZ kind of broke it down. They said, The weekend came in at short notice to take Kanye's top spot, but Phil Anschutz, who owns the Coachella Festival, wanted to hold on to Kanye's money and pay the weekend far less, just a few million, so I'm guessing like three million, um, and the festival would pocket the rest that Kanye did not accept. That's a little shady to me, but I feel like if you really look at it, when Gaga headlined Coachella, she was a replacement for someone else. So that's why she got paid $4 million instead of these big like $8 million payouts because they were just desperate to find like a big A-lister who had already had a show put together. And she was on tour that year. So they were like, hey, can you just come to Coachella? So obviously they're not going to pay her as much because this isn't as much of a prepared event for her. So I feel like it makes sense kind of why The weekend should have been paid less and to me, Kanye should just be paid more because he has like a rabid fan base. And you can't, like, I know the weekend's huge, but you can't underestimate the power of Kanye. He's absolutely massive. You know, he has been building that fan base for like two decades and one of the most talked about celebrities of all time. And he's just so successful. So you really can't compare the two. I think the weekend deserved a little more, to be honest. And if you look at it, not only are they replacements, but they also have to pay now two headliners. The Weeknd and Swedish House Mafia to replace Kanye. So, of course, they wouldn't pay as much because they have to split the bill two ways. So, The Weeknd, I don't know. But finally, on Wednesday, just about a week before Con- uh, Coachella started, they actually caved in and gave The Weeknd the same amount of money. So, The Weeknd finessed this giant Coachella bag, only knowing he's going to perform two weeks before. Like, imagine, like, randomly making, like, $2 million, uh, sorry, like, $8 million in the span of two weeks just because you got called on like that's the quickest eight mil of his life he doesn't even have to put together as big of a show because he has such a shorter time and no one's expecting that and he still gets his fat check so i'm shocked but good for him you know he really knew that he had them by the balls because they didn't want another headliner to drop out so he got what he wanted and i guess that's a good business move so what can we learn from this you have to advocate for yourself never ever ever accept a pay that you know you are worth more than Even if it means preparing a whole presentation for why you know you're worth more, the quickest way to make more money is to negotiate your worth. And I'm not even kidding. It'll be life-changing once you learn how to do it. I do it with brands all the time on TikTok, and they 99% of the time give me more than I ask for because people are just naturally trying to lowball you because people are naturally greedy. They want more money, and they just don't want to pay people something that they feel like they can get away with. So, And I read a book about like asking for more money, and the big takeaway was really that People feel bad for like negotiating for themselves and asking for more and they feel guilty or dirty, but you just have to get used to building a good relationship with money and realizing that there's nothing bad about demanding more and you deserve it and money will help you so much. So you should never be stingy about asking for one thing and it's money.
So the first lady posted with her man this weekend, and I'm not talking about Kamala. I'm talking about Kim Kardashian. Kim posted a photo of her and Pete out to dinner, and they were so PDA, which stands for Pete Davidson affection, not public display of affection. It stands for Pete Davidson affection now. And it was so cute on their crevice vibes. Kim is staying copying Courtney with getting a tall, skinny, lanky, pale, tattooed man. Now she's doing PDA like crevice. But anyway, it got a mil- 11 million likes. Holy fuck. Her Instagram post that she posted of them, 11 million. I couldn't take that pressure. If I was on a date with someone and I knew they were going to take a photo of it and 11 million people were going to see it, I would have to go to the bathroom and sneak out the window. I, I just, I don't, I simply don't own clothes or a face that can be seen that many times. So I would just spontaneously combust at the Chili's that we went to. But anyway, they looked like they were having a lovely time. And Pete was looking at her like she like he was so in love. And Kim was looking at him like she was digmatized. So, you know, it looked like a perfect night. But people noticed in the photo that it appeared that Kim photoshopped Pete's face with Facetune so he would look better. It looked like she Facetuned his jaw to be a little sharper and his nose to be a little more petite and smoothed out his eyes that... um some people like to refer to as his butthole eyes because of the redness in the bags and everything. But, um, and it honestly does look like it in the photo. She, there's definitely a few layers of, fo- of filters going on in there, but we're used to that from the Kardashians. So I guess it wasn't a shock to see Kim's face face tune, but she did some major reconstruction to Pete as well. More than Chloe's plastic surgeon. I can throw the photo on my Instagram story. So if you want to go look at it, but basically, those were the differences that I said. So now after the yassification of Pete Davidson, we can officially call him Pete Kardashian. Um, and people were just mad about this, asking if she's like embarrassed of his looks. Because, you know, that kind of been their running narrative that she's too good for him. She's too attractive. You know, maybe the comments about her being too pretty for him are getting to her or something. But that just begs the question because Kim has not, you know, said anything to this controversy it kind of begs the question to everyone listening, like, is it wrong to FaceTime your significant other in a photo? Do you think yes or no? Personally, I think no. I, I don't think it's wrong to do a little FaceTune to my significant other if I post a photo with them. Like, if I'm in a photo, like, I wouldn't feel bad the other way around. Like, if I'm in a photo that my significant other posted and they FaceTuned, but they didn't FaceTune me, they only did it to themselves, like that would be fucked up. That would be a deal breaker for me. I would take them to divorce court ASAP. Like if you're gonna not make me look hotter to match so we look like the it couple, I don't want it. I can't be looking like the one that's less hot. You need to edit both of our teeth and our waist, okay? Don't be selfish or stingy with that. I would actually say good facetune skills in a relationship is a turn on. And I would absolutely not be offended because if they're going to do it they may as well do it good and i'm specifically not mad because i know that they think i'm attractive if you like they're throwing it down with me and they're like in a long-term relationship with me you know as long as it's not some crazy face tune like aubrey o'day or james charles i don't know if you guys know who aubrey o'day is go to her instagram she's a crazy motherfucking face tune absolutely insane and i really used to love her but now i can't even i had to unfollow her it's insane um I do think Facetune is like a little problematic though if it's overdone. So I would kind of be mad if someone overdid it because it definitely perpetuates like a false beauty standard and makes people think that how they are naturally in photos isn't good enough. And the insecurities that can be caused by that is real. 
Um, in one country in Asia, I believe, um, they actually have to like put disclaimers on photos that is that like a, they have to put disclaimers on photos that are face tuned. So at the bottom, it'll be like this photo was edited in some way or another. And they just have to let viewers know, which I agree with. I actually love that. I think that's such an amazing, like cool compromise for face tuning photos because everyone does it. But when people overdo it or make themselves look just like too perfect or like way better than everyone, it's very insane to me. Like the fact that someone tries to play off a photo, like there's no editing on it and just post it on their Instagram is insane if you think about it. So there should definitely be like a warning label. Like, you know, in like shows or like YouTube videos at the beginning, they'll be like, no animals were harmed in the making of this video. Like there'll be a warning like that. I think they should put something that was like, no pimples were harmed in the making of this photo. They're still there, bitch. They just facetuned them out because I just think that's real. And like the late great Megan Trainer said, <laughs> like the late great Megan the Trainer said, we see the magazines rocking that Photoshop. We know that shit ain't real. Come on, make it stop. So not too much. I wouldn't be mad. Definitely do it to me too. Let's both look cute together, but don't overdo it because that's crazy. So what can we learn from this? Everyone facetunes. Eight out of 10 photos, I promise you, even if you can't tell immediately on Instagram are fake. I promise. So do not compare yourself to them. One, because you can't compare the edited to the real. Two, comparison in general is just not the vibe. You have to get used to not doing it. I know easier said than done, but never ever compare yourself to an Instagram photo. It is just such a rabbit hole. It's so funny when like you see your friend in real life like editing their photo and like the curtain is just pulled back and you're like, oh, they literally edit like all their photos. Like you caught them in the act. I never facetune my photos because i just be posting raw shit my thought process and philosophy is like people who i post to i know in real life so i'm not fooling them by facetuning they already know how i look i guess i'm like a little bit of an influencer so i probably could get away with a little bit of facetuning but i just don't see the point in it but also don't be afraid to facetune if it's a little bit of a confidence booster and you're just making some small changes it's kind of like similar to makeup and contouring like you really just don't have to overdo it because you're cute and gorgeous the way you are darling Before we continue with the show, I wanted to talk to you guys a little bit about Noom. Noom uses the latest in behavioral science to empower people to take control of their health for good through a combination of psychology, technology, and human coaching on their platform to help millions of users meet their personal health and wellness goals. A lot of people face pressures to change themselves to fit to other people's expectations, and the more freeing solution is to find things that work for you. Noom understands that everyone's weight loss journey is unique, and what works for someone else doesn't mean it'll work for you. That's why Noom's approach adapts to your lifestyle. It's flexible and focuses on progress, not perfection, allowing you to work towards your goals at a pace that's comfortable to you. Noom Wake makes it easy to start your weight loss journey and stay on track with personalized lessons to help you gain confidence and practical knowledge, one-on-one coaching, and a cognitive behavioral approach that teaches you how to be mindful of your habits. 75% of Noom weight users finish the program, and more than 60% of Noom weight users that engage with the program kept the weight off for a year or more. So start building 
habits for a healthier long-term results sign up for your trial at noom.com slash believe again that is noom.com n-o-o-m slash believe b-l-e-a-v so the third portion of the show i like to use to kind of update on a previous situation that we talked about on a previous episode and today i think we have to update on the news that broke the internet's back this week and blew it out completely and that is that asap rocky cheated on the baddest bitch alive rihanna and that they've actually split just a month shy of her due date so people wanted to know is this actually true and people got a little bit of confirmation that it wasn't true from tmz but people wanted like more cold hard proof that their queen rihanna was not getting cheated on because they would have got their pitchforks and torches and literally murdered asap rocky and killed him so we kind of had confirmation from all angles today that it was not true hallelujah thank god rihanna and asap rocky kind of confirmed it themselves because they were seen stepping out together late at night in barbados looking happier than ever and rihanna probably hasn't even checked her social media accounts from this tea and does not care what these peasants think because she was just strolling like it was like a casual sunday not giving a fuck she did not check the fact that she was a worldwide trend this weekend. She didn't even know. The only social media app she is checking is her 15 different bank accounts. But ASAP Rocky probably saw and was like, hey, babe, can we be seen out together in public so the internet can stop hating on me? He was like, you saw what happened to Jay-Z. Like, please, let's just go out tonight. And she was like, fine, like, we can go somewhere. So they stepped out looking great, confirmed that they are still together. Obviously, I don't think Rihanna would be going out to eat with a man that she was no longer with. So good for them. Confirmed it there. And then the woman who... ASAP was accused of cheating with gave a statement on her Instagram. And if you don't remember, this is Amina Maori. She is one of Rihanna's coworkers. She designs shoes for Fenty. So they were like really close. And people's like, how could Amina backstab her like this? We need to hear her speak up. People wanted her to give a statement and she delivered. So on her Instagram, she said, I've always believed that an unfounded lie spread on social media doesn't deserve any response or clarification, especially one that is so vile. I initially assumed that this fake gossip fabricated with such malicious intent would not be taken seriously. However, in the last 24 hours, I've been reminded that we live in a society that is so gross and quick to speak on topics regardless of its factual basis and that nothing is off limits, not even during what should be one of the most beautiful and celebrated times in one's life. Therefore, I have to speak up, as this is not only directed towards me, but is related to people I have a great amount of respect and affection for. Well, Rihanna is continuing to live her serene, best-dressed pregnancy life, and I go back to my business. I wish everyone a beautiful Easter weekend. That was, like, the most amazing, classy response. Like, she really bodied that statement and i like how she said we live in a society because i love saying that like we live in a society and she really underestimated the internet that they wouldn't believe the rumors because people will are really out here running wild with shit and making it go viral on twitter but i like how she kind of addressed it without saying like no i didn't sleep with asap because she didn't even have to say that she's just like by the way i'm acknowledging this it is unfounded and a lie so her response was like honestly bulletproof perfect and i loved it good for amina she's a class act and gorgeous so she's in the good graces of society yet again people love her but now let's talk about the man who lied fashion designer luis pisano who was actually named by an outlet instagram's messiest fashion designer he gave a statement 
about his lie that he so confidently said on Twitter. He was like, why do you guys think I would make this up? As if he's like a three-year-old like lying on the pro- on the playground. Like, he was so confident in his li- little bold-faced lie that now he is saying he knew wasn't true. But this was his statement, and oh my God, just listen to what he had to say. He said, hi, all. So I'd like to address the situation. Last night, I made a dumb decision to tweet some information I had received. I'm not going to talk about sources, blame others for a discussion that was started etc because at the end of the day i made the decision to draft that tweet press send and put that out with my name on it so i'd like to formally apologize to all parties i involved with my actions and for my reckless tweets i fully accept the consequences of my actions for my tweets and any harm they caused i have no excuses for it i've been way too wrapped up in twitter trauma and unfortunately leaned into being messy as a brand which i think is something going forward i'm going to move away from i'm going to take some time away from twitter to figure out what that looks like and how i can start using my platform better as i've gotten away from using them for more positive work again i apologize to them for this unnecessary drama he was literally caught red-handed in the people's court of twitter that was almost like secondhand embarrassment to read Like, I feel gross. My palms are sweating from even reading that. And the fact that he has to, like, face the consequences of making a bold-faced lie about Rihanna? Ugh. I mean, I'm I'm not... I I don't feel bad for him. This man is so problematic. He said that he loves Azalea Banks and, like, religiously follows her on social media and loves everything she said. So, clearly we know he's crazy and that he is a bold-faced liar. So, never believe these influencers with these fake sources these clout chasing celebrities, D-list celebrities who just want to climb the ladder, socially climb and use anyone's name to bring themselves higher or get themselves in a headline. Just don't believe them. I would never lie to y'all. I really am not out here spreading any lies except how much I weigh. So RIP to Luis Pisano. Um, and maybe he can recover from this and come back from the dead one day. But until then, RIP to him. Anyway, thank you guys for joining me here on Pop Culture University today. I had the absolute best time. I stand all you guys. Splitting the tea with you guys is honestly something I get so excited for. Like last night, well, like Sunday night, I was like, oh, I get to record the podcast in the morning. Like I was so excited to find out the tea and then tell it to you guys. And yeah, it's just so refreshing to me. Even though we're like virtual besties, I feel like you guys are like my literal besties. Like my podcast gang is like my favorite gang of all and i love our little chats in the dms and all the sweet messages you guys send me so keep doing that and i literally just have like a smile on my face thinking about it so we're a squad we're a family here and the vibes are just good like i don't know i just get good vibes on the podcast every single time i record it so let's just keep those good vibes going we got something real good going here at pop culture university but i hope you guys learned something today and got cute little nuggets of wisdom and are prepared with a bunch of shit to talk with your friends as always that is the mission here so Take what you will from this, and I hope you enjoy your Monday and try to get through it. I know I will, but life is really beating me the fuck up these days. So I guess we're in it together, y'all, and I will see you on Wednesday. Okay, bye. Oh, yeah, don't forget to rate this podcast five star Spotify, five star Apple Podcasts. Follow it so you don't miss any episodes. Monday, Wednesday, Friday class, blah, 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 blah. All the plugs that I have to do. Post it on your Instagram story, tag me. We can chop it out in the DMs and yeah, spread the word about the podcast. But okay, really by this time. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.